Welcome to Parent Q Live. It's Carrie Newhoff, and this is the podcast where we try to help you do family better. You ever notice that there's something really special about a meal? I mean, think about it. Chances are you got engaged around a dinner or maybe right after a really fine meal. I know I did, and there's a whole story behind that that we don't have time to get into today, but I bet you've got one too. Um, Your best dates are often centered around a favorite meal or a favorite place, even if it is your favorite burger joint. Okay, Your best family memories tend to be around food because that's what you do at Christmas, Thanksgiving, birthdays, summer barbecues, vacations. Um, you've had probably some of your most memorable family conversations around the kitchen table for better or for worse because they don't always go the way we hope they would go. Well, think about this one more thing when it comes to food. One of the very central elements of the Christian faith is based around a meal. Think about that. Jesus could have chosen any symbol he wanted to, but he chose food around a dinner to symbolize the most central act of his sacrifice for humanity. Now, I know in our culture, because I'm busy and you're busy, it is not easy to make the time to eat together when we're a family. Uh, especially when your kids are young because they've got to go off to soccer practice here or the swim meet here or they've got homework or you're busy or you've got a client you've got to see that night or you're flying out of town in the morning and it's really difficult to make time together with your kids when they're young, when they're teenagers, they don't always want to come to the table. I mean, I get that. You're busy as a parent. Your kids are busy. But I got to tell you, one of the most important things you can do is to sit down and have a meal with your children, uh, as a family, actually, with everybody around the table. I know that while it wasn't easy for my wife and I to make time to eat together with our kids when they were young, we were busy and they were busy, my goodness, we made it a priority, and I'm so glad we did. And here's why I'm glad we did. See, we never would have heard my oldest son complain that the purple cabbage we served to him looked like chopped up Barney skin. And if you think about it, it really kind of does. It's all purple and everything. Uh, My kids never would have tricked me into downing a teaspoon of dry cinnamon. Uh, I almost choked to death, and I would advise you not to try this at home. Now we laugh about it, but um, it was not that funny in the moment. Um, We would have missed so much of the meaningful, heartfelt conversation that happened over the course of their first two decades of life. Now, even though they're older now and young adults, some of the best times we have as a family are over food. Even when it's as simple as taking them to Starbucks after school or when I'm in town or, or grabbing an ice cream on a hot summer day. I mean, food has that sacramental kind of quality. And you know what we did over those meals? We built a community. We built a tribe. We built an identity, a sense of family, a relationship that runs very deep. I mean, extremely deep. And it created a new sense of belonging and still creates a new sense of belonging for all of us. And it set the foundation for our family for the rest of our lives. Now, here's the tension you're going to run into. There are thousands of reasons to skip a meal every day or to even resent it. I mean, one of them is as simple as, I don't feel like cooking. Well, who really does have the time to cook? But there's one better reason to pursue it. Some of your very best moments and deepest relationships in life are centered around the table. So it's a little surprising to realize that the importance of meals is actually borne out 
by research, not just our emotions, not just observation, but by research. In fact, studies have shown again and again that families that eat together five times a week or more are at lower risk for their kids to develop poor eating habits, weight problems, alcohol or substance dependencies. And also, kids who eat together at least five times a week with their parents tend to perform better academically at school than their peers who frequently eat alone or away from home. I think one of the best ways you can connect with your family this week and this month is to have meaningful meal times together. And no, you don't have to cook every night. I mean, if you grab something to take out on your way home, if, if you go to a restaurant around the corner, the point is not the quality of the food. The point is the quality of the relationship, the quality of the time that you spend together. What matters most is the company you keep when you share a meal. So sit down at the table with your kids tonight, not tomorrow night, tonight. Even if you've got to hobble something together out of the fridge, just do it. Have a meal with them. Another thing you can do is turn the TV off, turn the music off, shut your phones off, and just talk. Actually connect around the dinner table. Here's another idea. What about throwing a dinner party next week? Tell your kids to invite some friends and and create some great family memories. Um, How about this? Share a table with some interesting friends or extended family. As I think about all the great times we've had together, often it's my kids sitting around the table with some of my friends, my wife's friends, our relatives, and we're sharing conversation between sometimes two or three generations, and that really cements a sense of family. And over time, I think you'll connect your kids and your family in a way that can change so much. Food is a lot more than calories or fuel. It's a chance to build relationships that last a lifetime and to talk about what matters most. So thanks for joining us. And until next time, join the conversation online at orangeparents.org. And in the meantime, I'm already looking forward to our conversation next month.